This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. It's the uh, 86th episode of That's the Ticket. It's episode 86, but I like to refer to it as episode 80 stitch. Yes, bad puns aside, this episode is another pre-recorded and stitched together masterpiece. Uh, Mainly because when you're Hannah Mooney from That's the Ticket and you're talking to cool creative people... Sometimes you just gotta hit record, with their consent of course. Uh, I was lucky enough to catch up with local band The Dorks, that's D-A-W-K-S, this week and chat to them about their long coming, finally happening gig. And I mean it when I say long coming and finally happening, it's literally called At Last, The Gig. Uh, But before we get into that, I'd like to kick off the show with an all-important Rick's pick. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Rick's Pick, it's uh, one of my everlasting segments on That's the Ticket. I've done this every episode, and basically, I have an Uncle Rick, and he's a big listener of music and radio, really supportive of That's the Ticket, has listened to every single episode, um, in fact, bit of a shameless brag there. And when Uncle Rick found out that I was uh, starting with That's the Ticket, he's like, all right, I'll give you a list, and then every week, you can play Rick's Pick. And every week I have played Rick's Pick, and it's been a, um eye-opening experience in the sense that I feel like I've really broadened my kind of knowledge and range of music that I listen to, if that makes sense. But uh, because today's episode, I'm, I'm talking to a punk band, um, I'm, I've gone for a kind of punky vibe, or, or a band that's, that paved the way with new wave, um, punk rock, pop rock, that sort of thing. It, it, it's another Blondie track. I know I've played her a bit on the show, but um, this track is called Just Go Away. And may I uh, stress that the name of the song is Just Go Away, but I would love it if you guys could stay and uh, catch the rest of the episode. So here is this week's Rick's pick, Just Go Away by Blondie. Kia ora. <laughs> Louder, you could get an award from the federal 
this week's Rick's Pick, and now I'm very pleased to welcome some lads from the Dorks to That's the Ticket. Kia ora, guys. Kia ora. How are you, Hannah? Um, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, pleasure, pleasure to have you guys here. Um, thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to me. Uh, this is your guys' first appearance on my show. Has anyone here actually done any radio? Actually, start by introducing yourself so people can put a voice to the voice. Kia ora, uh, My name is Bevan. I am a proud to be a dork, and I am sounding like this. Okay, that's good. And um, Wayne, if you want to introduce yourself for the folks at home. Hi, everybody. I'm Wayne. I'm also a dork. That is spelled D-A-W-K, by the way, just uh, so we get the spelling right. And um, I'm the old guy in the band. The old guy in the band. Yeah. So you could have just left that secret in radio because no one can see you. And so you could have said you were the youngest guy in the band. Yeah, but um, that's kind of applicable because um, I am old enough to have been around when uh, punk first hit. And as a 20-year-old and living in Dunedin, um, I had uh, enormous fun at the time of attending the enemy's first gig, um, which was just around the corner from my flat. So I can kind of claim a little bit of um, 
punk kind of credibility there. Very small amount, but there you go. I mean, fitting because uh, the Dorks are a punk band, correct? Not That's just right. a punk band. Chime in there, Bevan, and um, give us the give us the list. Uh, we, well, we we try and cover a number of genres. Um, obviously, mostly um, genres that sort of chime with our our own personal tastes. But we've discovered that there there seems to be a bit of a dearth of uh, of punk in general um, when. Certainly, the way the world is at the moment, the, the time is perfect for it. We need something a bit new, something a bit fun, something that doesn't take itself too seriously. And we've noticed that uh, we've always got a, we had a reasonable reception when we were doing covers around town. And every time we played a punk song, people seemed to be more into it and enjoyed themselves more. So we thought, well, why not go down that road? Has it been <laughs> a road well travelled? Uh, well, by some of us, yes, definitely. Um, I was I was around when punk first uh, started as a thing, um, although I was a little bit smaller than Wayne was at the time. Um, but I certainly um, I was aware enough to to know it and to to feel the the, the general zeitgeist at the time. Uh, it was very raw, very um, angry in some places, very truthful and honest in others, and a hell of a lot of fun. So it's been uh, hasn't been much of a task at all. And so. Obviously, we've got we've got you, Bevan, and we've got Wayne in the band. But um, who who else is who else is a dork? Okay, uh, well, there are uh, currently um, four four of us that officially like to identify as dorks, and so the the other two we've got uh, Wayne and myself, as you say, and we have uh, Michael Switzer on bass and Stuart Buthin, who is uh, our other guitarist. Um, I play guitar. Wayne is our drummer. And we also have um, we have had a revolving cast of keyboard players from time to time. Um, hopefully, one of them may choose to become a permanent dork at some point. I mean, it feels like a bit of a commitment being labelled as a dork, even if it is spelled D-A-W-K. Um, I am going to ask about the name as well. Have you always been the dorks? Uh, we weren't always the dorks. We were previously known as Red Zebra. Okay. Um, name... Proved to be problematic at a couple of gigs where we were mispronounced and some people thought we were Red Zephyr. Oh, yeah. Uh, some people we thought we were Red Zeb. Um, so just to, to make it less confusing, we thought, well, maybe we need to rebrand ourselves. The trouble is trying to choose a name, whatever name you come up with, someone's got it. It exists. So we went through as extensive a, a search on, on uh, Google as we could and one that, that was free was the dorks. So nobody else had it, so we thought, we'll have that. It's short, it's snappy, it's... Uh, it starts it's with that. It's really important. Yeah. It starts with oh, that. It has that at the start. Yeah. 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 So just like a real band. And um, it also uh, lets you know that we don't take ourselves too seriously. We're about fun. We're not about disappearing up our own posteriors. Uh, we just want to have fun. Do what we do, and if other people enjoy it and have fun too, that's cool. I mean, that sounds good to me. And uh, I will say, with a name like the Dorks, you're not going to forget it. Like, I think I've said it about six times in the last 30 seconds, and uh, really just rolls off the tongue. And it's not not every day that I get the opportunity to call guests on uh, That's the Ticket um, Dorks. So thank you guys for letting me refer to you as Dorks for the duration of this interview. An absolute pleasure. 
Thank you. Very generous of you both. But um, how long have has uh, the band been around under both names? Just to just to simplify it, simplify it. I think our beginnings actually go back almost two years. Where um, Bevan and myself and a, a couple of other musicians just learned a few uh, songs to play at. Um, gatherings and things like that, not considering doing gigs. Um, and um, some of those musicians came and, and went. And um, when we connected with Michael uh, um, as Red Zebra, so we're probably looking at, it'd be about a year, wouldn't it, Bevan? About a, about a year since we've been with our current lineup here. Yeah. Okay. And um, you guys have a gig coming up. That's part of the reason why I wanted to talk to you guys, because uh, your, your gig's coming um Coming up quick, it's on the uh, 9th of April. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's right. 9th of April in the Navarra Lounge. Yeah, and I want to ask you guys about the name of the gig because similar to the name of your band, I feel like there's a story behind it. Um, It's called At Last The Gig. Was was there a first gig or or has it always just been At Last This Gig Is Happening even though it's the first gig? Like what's the story behind that? Well, there have been many gigs. Um, however, this this one in particular, we we planned for last year, and we kept having the date moved around. Um, we had uh, COVID struck time and time again, um, as it did during the year. Um, as soon as we got things set in stone and in concrete, um, COVID would strike again. So we had, to, if you remember, we had two lockdowns last year. Yep. And yeah. so so those those were two possible dates that got moved. And then, of course, um, the build-up for Christmas, when we finally did open up, um, we hadn't been able to to get together and rehearse. So we decided to move it a wee bit and thought um, April's a nice month, but why not choose that one? And nine's a good number. It is a good number. Yeah. Fun fact, nine is actually one of my favourite numbers. Not going to lie. Mm. I'm not going to tell it's you what. It's a magic I- number. Thank you. Yes, I'm not going to tell you what my other favourite numbers are because otherwise everyone will have my PIN number and we don't need that. Um, but so the gig, uh, at last the gig, uh, it's a double It's a double bill, isn't it? You guys are um, sharing the stage. That's it's right. We've, we've got a gig with a group called The Unforeseen. Um, another group who've also gone through a few name changes and personnel uh, um, member changes. And we've... Um, Played open mic nights at Biddy with them, um, and originally, possibly, we Bevan and I were going to get together with one of the members of the Unforeseen and actually form a group, um, but we've kind of evolved into two different groups, and uh, we're really looking forward to our, our double bill. It's going to be great. Yeah, and I just want to commend you guys on your ticket price, because it's only 10 bucks. Absolutely. We don't want to exclude people or, or give them a reason not to come. Uh, it's going to be a fun night, and we do need to recoup something to help us keep us going um food is nice and um also being able to hire the place and make it available for people to come in and listen to some good music relax have a good time not take themselves too seriously and generally have a good old leery night i mean yeah i I feel like it's going to be a bit leery in a positive way but uh just you know to repeat that key information again uh the dorks are doing a double bill with unforeseen on april 9th at navarra lounge 7 p.m kickoff entry to um the gig is only 10 bucks and um i think is it door sales only uh it's, it's door sales only yeah mainly because um i've got a broken head and can't work out the um, online ticket sales 
So that means there'll be a real live person um, at the door collecting your money, wishing you a great night. He's a fantastic guy. And he'll be looking after us at that end. We'll be looking after you guys at the other end. And hopefully it should be a great night. It is punk. I will. Um, the other band is, is more rock. Mm-hmm. Um, most of our, we do have seven original songs to present to everyone as well as covers. Um, small disclaimer, some content may offend because it is punk and brutally honest. Okay, so there might be a bit of swear words in there. Yeah, there might be a couple of two um, Anglo-Saxon words, yes. Okay, all right. Um, you've been warned, guys. But um, otherwise, is there uh, is it is it like R18 to get into Navarra? Um, yep. I believe so. Um, yep. They're still operating a vaccine pass system at this point in time. That may change before the gig, but at this stage, probably expect that that's um, going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we can't speak for the management. Hmm. Good, good to know, though, because it's always good to pre- be prepared for these things. And um, so you mentioned that you're doing seven original songs and some covers. Can I yes. ask for a sneak peek or can you name some of the songs you're covering? Okay, I'll hand over to Wayne to see if he uh, wants to name a couple. It's, it's okay if, if you're wanting to keep it under wraps. I just I like to get as much gossip as possible on that's the ticket, that's all. Yeah, look, we'll give you a couple um, of them. I mean, one of the great things about the gig being delayed was that it gave us the chance to write, not just write songs, but also rehearse. And we've probably got about um, 12 or 13 originals. We're going to be doing um, seven of them at the gig. We've been rehearsing them extensively. So we'll leave those ones as um, pleasant or otherwise surprises. But um, we're doing uh, quite a variety of stuff um, that kind of starts in the 70s and then moves through into the 90s. And obviously our stuff is uh, is, is brand new. So um, we're going to be, uh, we've got a pretty rollicking rendition of um, of uh, Pump It Up. Oh, we're going to be, yes. do, going to be doing that, which is a, which is a, a great track. Uh, a number of songs from that dreaded band, The Cure. Um, we're doing a couple of those. And our, Probably our, our our showpiece from the Cure is a forest where we do a um, may I say a really good uh, job of that. Well, I've always enjoyed playing it, so hopefully it's good for the for the listeners. And we're even probably going to consider finishing off with um, um, well a surprise from a seventies band that you wouldn't expect us to play. But I won't give that one away. But we will be um, closing off with a uh, an old number from Deep Purple as well, done our way. But um, yeah. Is that oh, enough? Or do you want to chime in with anything else that we can? Uh, um, some suggestions. Develop? I'm happy to like give you some suggestions of songs to play from the gig. No, I'm I'm kidding. But if you guys want to chuck some Fleetwood Mac on the playlist, I'd be stoked. They're not particularly your genre, but um, I they are a classic. Those uh, we've seen them in concert. Um, they are a phenomenal act and a really <laughs> a really tough act to follow. So um, I probably, yeah, we'll have a look at some of the easier stuff, I think. Uh, you reckon you could do a um, Mac Fleetwood-style 20-minute drum solo, Wayne? Definitely not. I don't know how he, he does that at his age. I mean, he's, you know, I'm old, but he's um, a good deal. i got a few more years on me. And, um, yeah, I don't think I could, I could do that. It's been great getting myself back to drum fitness rehearsing. Otherwise, I'd be probably, um, I'd, I'd last half a, half a set and have to be carried out. Well, I guess um, circling back to what you were saying earlier about the one good thing about all the COVID delays you've had with this gig is that it's given you time to practice. 
So I'm going to trust that you all are well and truly gig fit. Uh, we're getting there. We're yeah. getting there. Um, the nice thing about being punk is we can be uh, just up and just have a great time anyway. Um, however, to, to fully respect their audience, yes, we have been putting everything into it. We rehearse generally uh, three times a week uh, for at least two to three hours each time. So we've, we've put a, a lot of ourselves into this, um, try not to bleed all over the place, but we've put a lot of ourselves into our music. And we've suffered for our art, and now it's your turn. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, and because we've got a couple of songs by the, Ramo- the Ramones in there as well, they are hard out to play. Um, so, um, you know, and we'll do them justice, I hope, to a certain extent oh, as much as we can. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, I they're a lot of fun. I'm gonna have to play some of these tracks you've dropped on the on the show now. You you guys have just set the playlist for the rest of the show. Thank you, I guess. It's it's nice because it means I don't have to think of the songs to play, but also I don't know if I've ever played that many songs of uh like the punk genre before, but you know, I'm all about trying new things. And uh obviously we've been talking about this gig that you've got coming up at Navarra Lounge on the 9th of April. But um, is there anything else in the works or, or are you just kind of, are your sights set on getting this gig signed, sealed and delivered before you move on to the next um, next project? Um, I think to be serious um, and sensible, um, everything is going into the, the 9th of April at this point. Um, those of you who are, who are coming and would love to see you there, um, all of our energies are going into making the night good for you guys. Uh, yes, we do have a few other gigs coming up. We've got um, some potential gigs coming up uh, in Hamilton and in uh, Rotorua as well. And from there, uh, we'll just see what happens. Okay, that's what I like to hear. Um, I look forward to seeing what's happen- what happens. Might even mean that you guys will be back on the show. Goodness knows, you might have an album coming out soon. Can only hope. But um, I do. there's one last thing I want to quickly ask you guys about. Um, which is, correct me if I'm wrong, everyone in the band is a teacher? Uh, most of us are, yes. Yes, we okay. have a, a guest keyboardist um, who is not, but if, uh, the other four members of us um, are currently or have in the past um, been educators. Okay, and so is that how you guys kind of came together to form the band, or is that just a happy coincidence? Uh, well, it's a happy coincidence, but we did start at work. Wayne and I started with a, an, an end-of-year um Christmas do and we uh, were directed by another member of staff to form a band just for the day and we discovered that we really missed the whole band scene having been away from it for a while so we decided we want some more of this and hopefully other people want more of us and so we've carried on. That's what I like to hear to be honest that's that's a good that's a good kind of like it's not quite a meet cute but like a, a band start story I guess. And um, that must make your uh, rehearsal schedule interesting because obviously you guys are busy during the day. We are. But then uh, one thing we, that this job teaches you, our day job teaches us, um, is to find untapped resources of energy somewhere. Um, <laughs> and certainly um, the whole music scene and um, our previous experience with theatre and with um, bands many years ago um, taught us to find energy at the end of the day as well. So it's there somewhere. At some point, we might sleep. Who knows? Yeah, I feel like you guys are setting a good example. Um, I feel like you're tanker than I am. 
you know, I don't know if I could go play a gig after um, working all day, especially if you're teachers, you have to start early in the morning as well. Oh, indeed. And, and you have to deal with young people. Absolutely. That's, I think that's where a lot of our energy comes from. They, they say that um, the more time you spend around young people, um, the more it keeps you young and connected to the world. Um, certainly, um, we've found that to be the case. And we are constantly reinvigorated every day by um, the energy from our students and the, the sense of excitement and discovery that, um, that they provide and the journey that we hopefully we help them along. Absolutely, Bevan. I, I joined my first band in 1980 as a young teacher, and um, we used to practice four nights a week and play two nights. So, um, and then somehow I fitted the teaching uh, job uh, in with that, which when you're really young, it's not uh, so much of a problem. We don't have quite that same schedule these days, but I'm really enjoying getting back into the band thing to play music with people that I enjoy hanging around with. And um, I've learned a heap. There's been a big gap in my musical knowledge if you like um that these guys have filled because they've listened to a lot of stuff sort of through the 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 90s and early 2000s that i kind of didn't listen to so for one reason or another so it's been great uh, introducing me to bands like um like the the cure that i didn't really know very much about and uh, yeah and a few other surprises that are going to be dropped in there as well but can't say too much fair fair enough i feel i feel like you you guys have given me my money's worth I, I think, but um, such lovely words to end on as well. And I, I feel like as your humble kind of interviewer, your students are lucky to have um, you guys teaching, teaching them by day and then rocking on at night. But um, I'll let you guys get on because I know um, you've got lots to do. But uh, thank you so much for um, joining me on the show today. It was an absolute pleasure. And um I really want to wish you guys all the best for the gig on the night. Thank Thank you you very much. And as your humble interviewees, uh, we've we've loved this opportunity to to talk um, about a subject we don't usually talk about ourselves. Um, But it's it's been great catching up as well and uh, generally shooting the breeze about a, a, a common interest.
That was Pump It Up, which Wayne mentioned as a track that uh, the Dorks will be covering in their gig on April 9th at Navarra Lounge. Uh, you're listening to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Uh, just want to say thank you again to Wayne and Bevan from the Dorks, that's D-A-W-K-S, for popping in and having that um, lovely chat with me about the band and their upcoming gig. Also want to shout out uh, to the members who weren't able to make the interview. Forward to hearing about the gig uh, if I'm unable to make it, but fingers crossed I'll be able to make it down to Navarra for that. And uh, now I feel like it's an appropriate time to uh, talk about some other cool creative happenings uh, coming up in Kirikiriroa in the not-so-distant uh, future. So in no particular order, the Meteor is currently closed right now for their bathroom renos, but they do have the premiere of new New Zealand work, the Sherpa and the Beekeeper Summit on Everest, that's coming through in May and running into running the 25th to the 29th I will say as I always do that everything I talk about um, on the show in the upcoming events section I will uh, post links to it and info about it up with the podcast um, of this episode on the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney Facebook page so go and like that page if you haven't already also please do give the free fm facebook page a like they're doing great things and if you like community created content millions of shows on uh, Free FM that might be up your street so do check it out um, other upcoming events uh, Clarence Street Theatre have Tom Sainsbury Snapchat Dude Live coming through on the 8th of June uh, the place have third year Wintech student production of the local hit Hood Street the Musical and I think I have had most of the original Hood Street kind of creators slash team on that's the ticket in the past. But no, uh, the Wintech third year students are taking on this locally created hit um, that's running at the place on the 7th of April to the 9th of April with 7.30pm shows and $10 tickets which are available right now. So if you're keen to catch locally created musical theatre with references that you will 100% get, then I highly recommend heading Hood Street. And hey, you can even go visit um, some of the uh, establishments on Hood Street after the show. Who knows? Uh, over at Riverly Theatre, Hamilton Musical Theatre are currently in rehearsal for their production of Blood Brothers, personal favourite of mine, uh, which is due to be hitting the stage in May. Keep an eye out on the Hamilton Musical Theatre Facebook page for when tickets go live for that and get amongst it. And then Navarra Lounge, as we know, have at last the gig featuring the Dorks and Unforeseen doing a double header on April 9th from 7pm. Uh, it's an R18 gig entry and entry to that double bill is $10. So uh, get amongst it wear a mask and um, support our local creative community. I'm going to play some more uh, punk music, I think, to end the show. And uh, Bevan from The Dorks has so very kindly uh, sent some tracks my way. I've got Breathe by The Protégé and... Then a song by a band with a very cool name, uh, The Joker and the Thief by Wolfmother. So 
enjoy and I will catch you next week for another episode of That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. Ka kite.
in the night Use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.